Where can you find everything you want to buy? Amazon. What about two-day shipping no matter where I live? Amazon. What about groceries? Yes, Amazon has it. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Fucking love it. Project Veritas. Yes. Now we're recording this. Uh, we'll just get the date, June fourth, twenty twenty. I would say real time about an hour and fifteen minutes ago. Project Veritas released a um, one of their like uh, you know how Project Veritas expose basically yeah thing. an expose how they get whistleblowers from mm-hmm. Google and Apple or wherever all these different companies to come out and whistleblow on the corruption or whatever inside these companies. Correct. Well, they have got somebody from Antifa who had been in Antifa. So Antifa is an anti-fascist organization. However, they're they're actually fascist, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look up the definition of fascism, and then what, like everything that they do, they claim they're anti-fascist, yet they're actually fascist. They don't. They don't allow you to talk. They can only be heard. Everything they do is opposite of what they claim to be. So it really doesn't even make sense. But uh, they've also, Trump has just recently uh, categorized them as a terrorist organization, a domestic terrorist organization. Mm -hmm. Um, Which he should have. Yeah, and we should have a long time ago. But uh, here's the thing. Now, I've also heard all this stuff. Anyways, we're going to get to the Project Veritas thing. But I'll say this other stuff about this real quick, kind of setting it all up is supposedly they had um, been mapping out all these people from all these different, like, Antifa. Remember, like, so this has been going on since Trump got elected. Right. Um, all the um, uh, Antifa events, like, around the country. There was all these different little things that they were, you know, uh, going and fucking up Trump supporters that were leaving rallies and things like that. They were just, like, doing all this shit mm-hmm. for the last three years. Um, well, supposedly, the uh, I would assume it's the Department of Justice or something. Whoever's been, they've been like mapping this, so taking security footage, taking like shots of these people's faces, figuring out who the fuck these people are, tracking all their phones this whole time. No, basically the hierarchy of this entire organization in all these different cities, following the money, 
in all their bank accounts. Like all kind of like this is all sealed indictment type shit. So these people don't even know they're being investigated, and they're waiting for time like now where they get designated as terrorist organizations. So now you have been part of a terrorist organization within the country, right. which adds a additional level of charge when you finally do get arrested because now you're a terrorist, terrorist yep. which there's a different kind of result in punishment than just activist or protester. Right. Now you're a terrorist and you've been a terrorist and we see the money. And, and the interesting thing is where the money goes in the pyramid right back to the top or the organization's and then who's behind the organizations mm-hmm. and and who that's going to lead to. And supposedly, they've got all these motherfuckers mapped on this. Like how you see when you watch those TV shows with the, like... Yeah, uh, the string and all that. Yeah, or, or, or like uh, how they have the, well, this mob boss and, and these are the people under him. You know, like you have your, your, your capo and then your... Your yeah. people underneath and the people underneath those. Kind of like that mapped out, like with all their faces and who they are and all this shit. Well, supposedly all these motherfuckers are going to get taken down. I supposedly. I guess we'll have to wait and see. However, all right, back to Project Veritas. So they just put out this expose uh, at this point an hour and 20 minutes ago. It says, Antifa, quote, practice things like an eye gouge. It takes very little pressure to injure someone's eyes. In light of recent events, Project Veritas today released a video exposing the violent nature of the controversial group known as Antifa, or Antifa, as uh, some people say. Yeah. Um, and Nicholas, what would you say, Sifuni? Yeah, I'm going to go with Sifuni. Sifuni, uh, Rose City Antifa. Uh, practice things like an eye gun, takes very little pressure to injure someone's eye. Um, police are going, these are all his quotes. This is Nicholas Sifuni from the Rose City Antifa. Police are going to be like, Perfect. We can prosecute these Antifa fuckers. Look how violent they are. And not that we Antifa aren't, but we need to fucking hide that shit. That's another quote. Uh, consider like destroying your enemy. Not like delivering a really awesome right hand, right eye, left eye blow, you know. It's not boxing. It's not kickboxing. It's like destroying your enemy. And then this is from Ashes of the Rose City Antifa quote. The whole goal of this right is to get out there and do dangerous things as safely as possible. Okay, uh, and we'll watch this. I've been undercover. We'll watch that video here in a second. I want to finish the article. I've been undercover. Stop. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, uh, quote, depending on the setting, if I were to be caught or found out in a setting where I am present with them, it could escalate to violence against me, said the Project Veritas undercover journalist. Project Veritas does not condone any violence whatsoever. It is sad. It is a sad time in our nation's history with Antifa activists hijacking Hashtag Black Lives Matter protests in cities across the country, attacking the police and engaging in violence, said Project Veritas founder and CEO James O'Keefe. In many places, it appears the violence is planned, organized, and driven by an- anarchic... Anarchic? Anar- no, yeah. Anarchic? Anar- God damn it, I can't even say it, no. Anarchist. Anarchic. It's not spelled right. I don't think it's right. No. Anarchic? Anarchic, yeah. Anarchic, maybe. Antarctic? <laughs> That's what I started saying. Sure, by Antarctic, uh, anarchist, I'll just say it how I want to say yeah, it. Yeah. In many places, it appears the violence is planned, organized, and driven by anarchists, left extremist groups, far left extremist groups using Antifa-like tactics. 
anyways, you get what I'm saying. Antifa is short for anti-fascist. The group has long claimed a leadership role in violent movements across America and the world. They do not hesitate to either push back or incite some kind of violence in our classes and in our meetings before we do any sort of demonstration or black block. Uh, we talk about weapons, detail, and what we carry and what we should have, said the Project Veritas undercover journalist. Earlier this week, President Donald Trump said the United States would designate Antifa as a terrorist organization. National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien echoed Trump's comments Sunday morning, saying the violence is being driven by Antifa. Attorney General William Barr announced in a statement that he will enforce action against the group, saying violent radical elements are hijacking legitimate protests to pursue their own separate violent and extremist agenda. All right. So, you know, short and simple, basically. This is a 4 minute and 41 second a little video, basically, with the undercover guy who's still, you know, he's got the... He's got every, he's still got the Rose City Antifa sweatshirt. He's got the face mask, the glasses, and I think they fucked with his voice. Yeah. Um, like and he's still embedded in there. So now Antifa has this guy who's still embedded in there who's basically exposing all their shit. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention all the other stuff that's come out, which we'll talk about as, as this episode go. goes on. But um, and And we're going to talk about Black Lives Matter and George Floyd and all this and all that, but let's... Let's get through this part yeah. first. Cover with Rose City Antifa since July of 2000. Depending on the setting, if I were to be caught or found out in a setting where I am present with them, it could escalate to violence against me. Don't be that f-ing guy with the goddamn spiked brass knuckles getting photos taken of you. Police are going to be like, perfect, we can prosecute these. F-ing. Look how violent they are. Not that we're not, but we need to f- hide. This is Portland, Oregon. And that voice you heard was Nicholas Safuni talking about the brass knuckles and shit. Mm-hmm. This is the U.S. Embassy in Athens, Greece. So Antifa is a worldwide organization. Seattle, Washington. It's just basically showing. I like that video. Currently I am a prospect for Rose City Antifa. And I am about halfway through the prospecting process to become a full-fledged member of Antifa. If you ruin their day, if you, like, heckle them... This is Adam Rothstein of the Rose City Antifa that's talking. You make them feel like they look ridiculous. You make them feel outnumbered. And therefore, their whole yay, yay, America, Trump thing is going to go by the wayside. Uh, They reached out to me through Proton Mail, and we went back and forth, and there was an, an interview set to meet up in Portland. So to verify that it was me... They had me wear a white shirt and have a water bottle and show up at a Starbucks where a person was going to ID me and approach me and asked who I was and I told them and I followed them to the destination where the interview was going to be held. There, uh, we went to a place called Imperial. They were getting this 
trade craft from someone else, someone with much more experience, someone who did this for a living. Caroline, which is the founder of RCA, moved to Sweden with her husband, who is a dual citizen. So there, there's a back and forth with the European connection. Rose City Antifa holds required lectures for prospecting members in secret at, in other words, bookstore before they open. And as part of their security culture, they require us to put our phones in the bathroom in next door. Uh, this bathroom is not only away from the main room where the lecture is taking place, but also has a fan that muffles any sound from the room. The whole goal of this, right, is to get out there and do dangerous things as safely as possible. How violent is Antifa or RCA in particular? Practice things like an eye gouge. It takes very little uh, pressure to injure someone's eyes. They do not hesitate to either push back or incite some kind of violence. In our classes and in our meetings, when, before we do uh, any sort of demonstration or black block, you know, we talk about weapons detail and what we carry and what we should have. What is black block? Well, this is black block right now. The term is used to uh, a tactic in which individuals conceal their identity to look uniform so, so that no one can be identified in an act of a crime. With RCA, it seems much more structured, almost like a company or like a business. So, you know, I feel like there is some type of outside funding influence or resources being used. Consider, like... I said, you think? Yeah. Destroying your enemy, not, like, delivering a really awesome right hand, right eye, left eye blow, you know? Um, it's not boxing, it's not kickboxing. It's, like, destroying your enemy. Okay, so basically saying this Project Veritas undercover journalist retired, quote-unquote, from Real City Antifa some time ago. And that's basically the video. So hmm. I'm surprised there's not more. Yeah, I thought there'd be a lot more. Um, but I don't know. It's... Um, I think the way they do this is they kind of start trickling it out. You know what I mean? So, like, today was the the first thing. I don't know. I thought they would have, like, a whole thing. Like, I want to see the whole interview. I don't know. It says exposeantifa.com. Let's go there. Maybe it's all there. Oh, if we sign up, they'll send us explosive footage. As soon as it drops, stay tuned for all the breaking updates. You sign up? Uh, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it indeed. Might as well. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? I go on a list? Another one? <laughs> yeah. Well... We'll see. I'll, I'll keep checking my uh, email and see if they uh, send us one. S send me a fucking email. I'll uh, let me grab my email up because it may just be one of those things where it comes right away. Yeah, and then and that's a possibility. 
All right, so... Now, this whole thing started... Let's go with the official narrative, Dave. Okay. So, all these um, protests, this whole thing started because a white cop, mm-hmm. we have to say white, because that matters apparently, a white cop had his knee on what George Floyd's neck yep. in the street for almost nine minutes. It was like eight minutes and 46 seconds or some shit like that. Like almost nine minutes. Had his knee on his neck. And that's what basically, I can't breathe, all this shit that's right. a big saying now. He was saying that his stomach hurt, and basically he died. Because it he basically the knee was pressed on his neck, which cut off his airflow, which is what killed him. That's the... That's the official story. Correct. And the knee maneuver is not taught in, uh, like, police academy and shit like that as a way to whatever. Subdue your... Subdue, yeah. Assailant, yeah. Um, so it's not taught, and so this is, like, a choice this cop made. And then there's the Asian cop standing there with his mm-hmm. fucking you know, kind of blocking the person filming or trying to. Right. And there was two other cops that were just standing around while this happened. While the cop with the knee stared right into the camera, basically. Mm-hmm. Which wouldn't you wouldn't do. No. Um, but because of this one cop doing this, every single white person's bad and every single business that makes any kind of money and, and is a name brand must be looted. And all cops are bad. Uh, well, all white people are bad. All cops are bad. We need to defund the police. All, all this. Okay. Now, I get it. So before people listening get into this whole, well, you're white and you're privileged and all that. I'm not talking from a perspective of just being white. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand. And I've heard it. I've heard both sides. I've heard every fucking side. I've heard el- every color's side. Let's put it mm-hmm. that way. I don't get why you go from, well, one of ours died, so I must now loot. And then, as time went on, started realizing that it wasn't necessarily the looting being started by people protesting George Floyd's death, that there were professional agitators being sent in to get that shit started, breaking the windows with hammers or bricks um, uh, to then allow other people to start going in and looting. I mean, well, that window's broken. I might as well go in and get those fucking Nikes or whatever. And when you start watching all these live streams and videos, most of the people, I mean, okay, so Target was the first hit. Target in, in Minneapolis, Minneapolis yep. was the first one hit. Now, all the videos I've seen, it was it was uh, mostly black people that I saw in these videos. That doesn't mean okay. So then it goes to all these other cities and and all these like major name brands, you know, uh, Apple stores and Coach and Gucci and jewelry stores and all this shit. And you start seeing all these videos, and it's all fucking white people in these places. Right. Um, and so the whole looting thing isn't, to me, you took a a protest 
a of of being angry at at cops. Here's the problem: not every cop is shitty, and and not every white cop is shitty. Not every white person is guilty. Mm-hmm. Not every you know if that's the case, then every black person's guilty, right? Of something. Okay, and so so this whole like. Well, because you fit this fucking character, now you're all guilty because of one person. Well, if that's the case, then literally we're all guilty of everything all the time. Because yeah. there, there's there's really shitty white people, there's really shitty black people, there's really shitty Asians, there's really shitty fucking aliens, there's really shitty everything, okay? But there's also good people of every color and creed. Yep. Ethnicity, uh, everything categorized however you want to fucking categorize there's shitty and there's good so you have one shitty cop doesn't mean every cop is shitty white or black right um if it it, but now there's so many directions i i want to go here with this and i don't know how i'm going to be able to cover them all because i'm already going to forget but I'm not trying to make light of this particular guy and his death, mm-hmm. but this happened on, what was it, the 25th of May? I think so. On the 28th of May in Paris, France, you have a white cop with his knee on the back of a, neck of a black guy, videoed almost literally the same way to start riots there. Mm-hmm. And two days after that, on the 30th, in... I can't remember the exact location. It wasn't in America, though. It was maybe London or something. There was another white cop, a knee on the back of a neck. And I don't know. I, I think it was in uh, it was a it was a Muslim guy or Pakistani or something. That right. It wasn't a black guy, but it was a knee on the back of the neck type thing. Same situation. All filmed. And they all look very similar. Um. And and this all happens in a five-day span, the knee on the back of the neck thing, right. all white cops, has to be white cop. And and this all happens, the first one, the 25th of May, happens, what, two or three days after Joe Biden know. literally shits the bed with a racist statement in his Which campaign. There's so many that he had. <laughs> well, it was the most recent one, I think. Was it the... Uh, if you have a problem figuring out if you're for me or, or uh, Trump, you ain't black. So he yeah. makes that comment. That's a quote. Yep. He makes this comment on, what was it? The, the It was either the 22nd or the 23rd of May. Right. Two days later, right on schedule, basically when the entire black community said, fuck, fuck this Biden, guy. Yeah. He is a racist motherfucker. And this is who you're going with, Democrats. So... You basically shit the bed for your fucking campaign right on schedule. What do we roll out? Oh, we roll out a fucking race war. Mm-hmm. Well, because nobody was give a shit about the fucking coronavirus anymore. You notice how that completely has disappeared. Yeah, and didn't so you Trump have, say that was going to happen? Yeah, well, you have thousands and thousands of protesters supposedly all right next to each other protesting, rioting, looting. And a week and a half before that, we had to stay home and and we can't be in large groups. We can't have we can't have Trump rallies because all those people and all the coronavirus. We can't have sporting events. We can't have all this. Oh, we're starting to open shit back up. 
Biden shits the bed. Oh, got to roll out the fucking race war yeah. and destroy businesses so people that can finally start to go back to work. We've just destroyed all these businesses, so now those people can't go back to work, right? Mm-hmm. This is another thing. So this is a multi-layered, organized criminal operation. Right. Is what this is. It turned. It went from a protesting shitty cops into a large-scale, multi-layered criminal organized operation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want people to understand that it's not just about Black Lives Mattering. Your your protest got overtaken, and it is no longer about George Floyd. Nope, it's about getting your own shit free, and it's not about getting your own shit free, though. I know it's not. I'm I mean, for some people it is, joke, but, yeah. but it it's a fucking criminal organization. Uh, this, the second pallets of bricks started showing up on street corners and whatever for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? I mean. Did you see the video of the, the one bricks that had like a yellow barricade around it and said lane yeah. closed or whatever? And then as soon as they pulled the lane closed, oh, now there's bricks here. Yeah. 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 And. Well, they're they're there to, and then it's disguised to look like, well, it's for a construction project. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, Dave, but I have never seen so many pallets of bricks just in random cities uh, for construction projects that don't look like construction projects. I mean, you you don't just have a pallet of bricks and then just start putting pallets of bricks. I mean, there's nothing else around these areas of these bricks that... You would use these bricks for. I mean, so the question then is, well, who's putting them there? Right? Yes. That, that would be the first question. I mean, dumb people might not, might not, not ask that not question. Not shit, but yeah, I want to know who put the fucking bricks there and why they put them there. Well, let me find the little thing here. Oh, fuck. I have it. Who's putting the bricks there? <laughs> this is where I'm unprepared. I mean, I'm prepared because I have it, but now I have to find it amongst all the other shit that I have here. <sighs> Talk about something. Well, while I find this fucking, I thing. get this is this is my stance on the whole situation, like the original protest and all that. I get it. You know, um, dude died. People are pissed. I'm, I'm all about protesting. It's your right to protest indecent indecent things injustices of the world and things of that nature. But when you stop protesting and start rioting and looting and breaking shit for no fucking reason, it's not about the protest anymore. It's about something completely fucking different. And I have a problem with that. I'm cool. Go protest. Do do what you got to do, but do it fucking peacefully. You know, there's no reason why you got to go there and fuck shit up. Like, especially like around us, we're hours. We're like six hours from Minneapolis, six fucking hours drive. So why are we fucking destroying our shit? We did nothing. The cops in Rockford or anywhere around here had nothing to do with George Floyd dying. You know? Um, or any of the other cities right. that had... Uh, right. Nothing with I London. Mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Paris. We were so across the fucking pond. You know? And like it was bad. So I know you're, I'm jumping ahead, but just to kind of keep filling the air with, with noise... Um, my wife works at a fucking big box store, Walmart, right? We all know that. They were rushing people out of the fucking store to shut down early because they were worried that there was going to be protests in Beloit. 
And when they did that, they actually took all the knives, like the display knives, knives for sale, all the guns. They they completely cleared out all the jewelry in the jewelry counters. Everything that was of value or could be used as a weapon was taken in the back and locked up in an office somewhere. Wow. Like they went way above any precautionary stuff. You know, and then they shut down and to fucking prevent to prevent some theft crazy and all that shit. shit. Yeah, and then they shut down. They actually because the store that she works at has two store or two entrances: one on the grocery side, one on the general merchandise side. The general merchandise store side door was shut down. They put pallets of water, pop, dog food, anything heavy, big pallets in front of the doors, so people couldn't get in and get through them. Like they barricaded the fucking doors. Wow. And then there were, I think, two cops. They had two cops sitting in the parking lot, like right by the front door of the grocery side when they actually closed down. And they stayed there. They were stationed there until after the protests were done. What the fuck? Did you see the Menards? They actually took fucking, like, shipping containers and put them in front of their fucking doors. And they had pallets of wood in front of it. I, okay, so I was in Home Depot on, I want to say it was Sunday. Cause it was the night. I think it was. It was the so in Rockford Saturday night was like the big one mm-hmm. for Rockford. I think they did like Beloit had theirs on Sunday during the day, yeah. and all this. And uh, I was in Home Depot on Sunday at like I think they're supposed to stay open till like six or seven or eight or something. They have new hours because right. of the fake coronavirus. But uh, I was in there. It was probably like four. I got there at like four. Time after four, something like that, and uh, they were like employees were like frantic, like running around. Like I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And they were like bringing shit in, and they closed the fucking garden center like gate down and all this. And like that's where I was in the garden center. This one employee goes, um, uh, or they do over the announcer. Home Depot will be closing at five o'clock today, or, or, or whatever. And then this one fucking employee, this guy, he was like out in the garden center, like moving shit, whatever. And he's like, uh, and that's probably like four thirty, four thirty-five, something like that, around this time. He's like, "We're closing early because the Armageddon." <laughs> like, well, for one, why are you telling? Why are you saying that? Right, like, you're right. kind of a moron. But what I'm guessing is, so then I went and checked out, and. uh I walk out and there's fucking cops circling the fucking parking lot, and so, and then I overheard uh, another employee telling, I think there's two employees or somebody was telling. I overheard somebody in there uh, talking about how they're closing Home Depot, Target. Uh, I think it was. Is there like a? Is there like a Walgreens or something somewhere? It seems like there was like a, I think there's a CVS over by Menards kind of, or Walgreens or oh, something like both. that. Oh, they both. I think they have both right uh, there, yeah. But like they're, they're closing all this shit down. So my guess is the police were, maybe they had heard or they were just preparing. They probably basically put out a, a thing to all these businesses saying, Hey, you need to close early because we want to, before it gets dark, you need to get everything in place. Mm-hmm. Before this, so then I also saw then as I was, so I was leaving, and there's cops like circling the fucking parking lot. And then I saw, so then I got like on the phone and I was looking at shit, and they were putting those road median cement barrier yeah. things in front of the doors at Walmart in Belvedere. 
I saw a video of that mm-hmm. with the big yeah. thing and just setting them down. And I was like, well, that's only going to stop a car from driving in there. It's not going to stop people from running in there. Right. Uh, but I'm guessing Belvedere is preparing for people from Chicago coming that way. Well, that's or what, something. That's what they were they were posting shit all over Facebook, um, and that's why a lot of people up at Beloit had closed their stores down because they had saw on Facebook that protesters were driving into Rockford, Beloit, Madison, Milwaukee from Chicago. Yeah, you know, and they were all bu- getting basically getting bust in, so to speak. Now I could see, so like this whole thing where like. Out in our area, because I mean, relatively, you know, an hour drive from Chicago, hour and yep. a half, you yeah. know, whatever. Um, so, I, I guess I could see like these kinds of stores, like Home Depot, because you can go in there and there's lots of weapons. Yeah, lots of things you can use as weapons. Mm-hmm. Also, you could loot power tools and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way to like trace that shit, you know. Um, so. I don't know. I can see why they would shut that shit down. It was just weird watching that because it's clearly like every employee has like a the earpiece there. Right. And it was just like when I first got there, everything was fine. But 10 minutes after I was there, these fucking people were running around frantic. Like they had been told, we're closing because of the riots or something. And everybody mm-hmm. hears this in their fucking ear. And then they're like scared instantly, which it's a tactic, dude. It's like a, this is a, in a way, this is one of those layers that it doesn't necessarily affect the protesters and shit, but this is a, a layer of, um, like, a social programming with fear. Mm-hmm. To, I mean, the, the, this whole, not to jump ahead even further, but this whole Blackout Tuesday thing. Yes. Anybody that participated in that, you can sit there and say, I just want to show my support. But here's the thing, and and I don't know, Dave, I don't want to talk, speak for you, mm-hmm. so I'll let you say what you want, but I have never, okay, I'm not racist, I, I, I don't intentionally go out and seek black people to be my friend, either I'm your friend or I'm not, like, you know, I, I don't, I don't uh, virtue signal in terms of, well, I have to have, I have to have nine black friends because then people won't think I'm a racist. Right. Like, that's not, you know, either either I'm your friend or I'm not. Um, and I assume that every person, no matter what color creed you are, other than communists, I do have an issue with those people, but uh, other than that, you know, if, whether you're white, black, Asian, purple, alien, whatever, if I have a problem with you, you probably know it. And it has nothing to do with your color or your religion. Like I said, if you're communist, I have an issue with you. Uh, but I don't need to put something on my social media to let you or anybody else know that I support your cause or your issue mm-hmm. and that I'm there for you. You should already know that. So I don't. So this whole virtue thing, this is a, every fucking white person or black person or whatever that has to put their fucking support out there. Everybody that knows you should already know you support this. So this fake virtue signaling is annoying as fuck. So I took no part in this Blackout Tuesday shit. Um, and I don't understand. it. This is what it feels like to me when I see this shit is these people, white people, let's just say we'll mm-hmm. go with the whites. They are actually racist. 
and are so scared that they have to virtue signal. I'm not racist. It's the same reason they voted for Obama. Mm-hmm. It's because they didn't want to be placed in a category of racist because they, they didn't vote for him. So they voted for him, even though they didn't agree with anything he said. They voted for him because they didn't want somebody to say, well, you're a racist. Because somebody saying that, like, it, it's, it's one of these people, like, if you're guilty of something, you have to, but you don't want to be appearing as though you're guilty of something. So you kind of uh, overdo it. Yeah. To overcompensate yeah. and hide your actual guilt. So, and it's either either they're truly are racist, or it's like they've been programmed to feel white guilt mm-hmm. that must go along with white privilege. Which I don't know. I, I don't. I don't personally see the white privilege, but I I've heard like like my wife will say, "Well, you get pulled over and and uh, the cop gives you a warning." Yeah, but out of every time I get a warning. I'm getting three other tickets. Well, that's not white privilege. Right. But then you could say, well, every time a black guy gets pulled over, he gets pulled out of his car and beaten. Yeah. I, I just don't agree with that. I don't think that's true. I think there's plenty of white people that pulled out of their car and beaten. I think anybody that doesn't say yes, sir, or yes, ma'am, to the cop and comply with even the most ridiculous requests they're making is going to get pulled out of the car and beaten regardless of your fucking color mm. or religion or political stance. I, I just, you can always, this is, that's what I don't get. Like, just fucking comply. Yes, it yeah. may be wrong. You may not agree with it. There's been t- tons of times I've been pulled over and I fucking hate it. But you know what? Then I go on my podcast and I give them 20 minutes of me bitching. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. But, but at least, you know, and then I pay the ticket or I'll fight it. Whatever the case may be. It depends on when I decide. But I complied at the time. So if you want to call that white privilege, maybe it's intelligence privilege. Maybe because I used my brain and I said, you know what? Hey, I don't want to get pulled out of the car and beaten and taken to jail or a uh, a knee on my neck so I die. So I'll just comply even though I don't agree with it. Hey, there's a fucking novel idea. Mm -hmm. And then I can just hear these fucking idiots that will say, well, you're not in that position you, you don't whatever uh they're not pulling you over for no reason i think they are pulling me over for no reason most of the time right every speed limit and i'm going to go with the simple term of speed limit because that's my most interaction i also don't go around looking suspicious well how can you say that uh you know all these people over here because they're color they just assume they're suspicious well i don't know maybe pull your pants up i don't know I, i'm just saying like i don't want to sound like a certain way and you can categorize me as whatever i don't give a fuck but you can do things to get in line, and and I'm not saying like get in line like this is fucking Nazi America. I'm saying, do you want to appear? Do you want to be a suspect? Do you want to look like they? Here's the thing: you have to profile. I know these people debate this whole profiling thing, but you have to profile. That's what they do. That's what they teach. Right, and I think profiling. And I agree. I think a lot of it's the attitude and how you approach it. If you if you get stopped. And as a white guy, if I get stopped and I'm a fucking dick to the cop, fuck you, you didn't pull me over for no fucking mm-hmm. reason. I don't got to give you shit. This is my 27th Amendment right to fucking not have to give you my license. Here. And I know that's why I did it. <laughs> and yeah, you're going to get your ass beat. But if you're like, yeah, sir, you know, what, what's the problem? All right. Oh, I, I was speeding. Yeah, you're right. All right. Let me get my license and shit. If you comply, you, 
you're not going to get your ass beat handed to you, no matter what color, race, religion, creed, and every last shit, ge- sexual gender, whatever the fuck it is, it's how you fucking act. If you yeah. start off as a fucking, yo, what the fuck you want? Fuck you pull me over for? Yeah, you're automatically putting them on the defensive. Exactly. And they have to, they have to assess the situation by profiling how you're behaving. Not what you look like, how you're behaving. And that's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? And I agree. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't participate in the blackout Tuesday because I'm the same way. I'm not racist. I don't say that to overcompensate. To say, oh, if I say I'm not and racist. Virtue signal. Yeah. I'm not doing that to, to make myself feel better. I don't say like, I love gays because I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? I'm not saying right. it. I'm not changing my fucking color, my, my profile to a rainbow during gay pride month. I don't give a fuck. I, you know, if you're gay, cool. I don't Wait, give a you shit. You don't do that. No, I you're don't fucking racist. do any of that shit. Because I don't think I, I don't need to. Because I am who I am. I say what I say. I do what I do, and people know me. People know that I don't fucking gay bash. I don't beat up black people. I don't beat up Mexicans. I don't give. A, I don't beat people no, up. You straight co-host bash with gay terms. <laughs> yes, it's a term endur- term of uh, endearment. Yeah, you're gay. Your closet is fuck. So I call you a fag. That's fine, you know. And Steve, I know you're listening, and no, you're an Steve asshole. I know he's not. And I, that's why I'm doing it. Um, but no, so I, I think you're right. I, I totally agree with you. I think people do that to overcompensate and say, "Oh, for I gotta, maybe they're true hidden racists." I got to do this I so think. they don't think I'm racist, even though I tell racist jokes and I hate all black people. I got to tape. Oh, I, I, I agree. I'm gonna go blackout Tuesday. Okay, I'm not. I'm not racist anymore. Bullshit. You're still a fucking racist. I think that makes no. you more of a racist. Yeah, and when that's the other thing is the these people that find everything that's said to be racist. Right. Well, the fact that you find everything racist probably makes you the racist because if I say something uh that you know, there's there's an interesting re- weird gray area for like comedians and shit who mm-hmm. who can who say things that could be offensive, but it's like okay, so the here's the there's the this is goes hand in hand. The people that find everything certain comedians say to be offensive, so you ultimately you just want to be a victim. Mm-hmm. So you you have learned how to be a victim, and you find shit to be offensive so that you can be a victim, yeah. even though it's not anything to do with you. But you so desperately need to be a victim. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why we're in a victim culture, but apparently that's a thing. Same thing with racist. Yep. Everything that's said. I guess technically you could turn or find it to be racist. Well, that's your problem. That's not my problem. That's right. not anybody else. It's your and you're the real racist because you're finding an issue with everything. True, if I say racism. I like chocolate ice cream, that doesn't mean I want to go fuck a black chick. If right. I say I hate chocolate ice cream, that doesn't mean I hate all black people. Mm-hmm. It means I hate chocolate ice cream, right. which I don't. I like chocolate ice cream, but. And the other thing the too, point is, those people can find that. And this goes to, to this issue. goes to like the whole dividing of the country of between races. So for the longest time, you, you could only if you say, "Oh, a black guy," it's racist. Why can't you just say a black guy or a guy? Why you got to say a black guy? Yeah. Then it was well, you got to call them, media. You got to call them African American. They're they're, you're, they're not black anymore. They're African American. Well, well, fucking make up your mind. You know, and like so, with this whole Floyd thing. It even said, white cop arrested for murder. Well, well, isn't that racist then? If we call him a black guy for dying, 
But he's a white cop. That's ri- why does color matter? It doesn't. They make it matter. Yeah, that's and, the thing. And I'm not saying they, as in the black people, make it. The no, mainstream they, media, they, as in mainstream media, yeah, they because they're the creating a race war. Right. They, they are it. there as a tool. As and and I, I'm sorry, but the so when I say you Democrats, what I mean is I'm not calling all Democrats pieces of shit, but your party has been taken over. By radical extremists, uh, these antifas, this 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 socialist fucking, you know, it's not the Democrat Party of say ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty years ago. This is a different party now. This is your the concept of the Democrat Party has changed. Mm-hmm. You have been taken over, yeah. just like this protest had been taken over. Because the protesters aren't looters. Looters are looters. Yeah. Looters are looting. Rioters are rioting. Protests aren't rioting. Protesters aren't rioting. And they're not looting. Protesters are protesting. There's a big difference. Big fucking difference. Protesters are peaceful. They stand there with their signs and they shout, you know, Black Lives Matter, whatever. And that's fine. I also think there's a big portion of people who... Go out there, and they're also virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's fake virtue signaling. Yeah. I don't under, everybody should know, and I understand, you can argue, you can make the argument that, well, I just want to show my support. That's fine. I totally get it. It's when, now let's take it a little bit further. It's when every single channel on television, no matter what network you're watching, because mm-hmm. each network has its own channel. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but every fucking channel has to have their own commercial letting everybody know that we support the black community during this time. No, you don't want your business to get fucked up by rioters. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do. But what's interesting is these companies, channels, uh, oh, and that's the other thing. Every company is advertising on these channels. how they support the black community. So by you putting this out, it's not that you're supporting the black community or that you want people to know that. What you want is you want to put that out there because you think otherwise these fucking rioters and looters are going to come to your main offices and fuck it up. So you're trying to prevent something getting fucked up, but you're doing it under the guise of, well, this is black. So what you're saying is... You think black people are rioting and looting, and you don't want those black people coming and rioting and looting your fucking office, or your store, or your whatever. So you're racist. (laughs) Stop virtue signaling. Stop Mm. fake virtue signaling. All it does is it's creating more of a fucking... And and I've... um, It's not that you're supporting this. I I mean, everybody should already know that you're not a fucking racist. Have you have you seen the shit now? I think it was all over Twitter. Except I saw they're all day, racist. Where people, and it's not just black people saying this now. It's everybody saying it now. If you say all lives matter, you're you're being racist. Yeah, and have I've you seen that. Yeah, I've seen. And I'm like, well, this this happened during Ferguson thing. Yeah, uh, and this was that was Obama era. Uh, the whole Ferguson thing with people, the the Black Lives Matter, and and then. All lives matter. Oh, you can't say that. Blue lives matter. Ah, you know, it's like freak out. Okay, but don't all lives matter? Exactly. 
I mean, you're downplaying the severity of the Black Lives Matter movement. Well, it shouldn't be a fuck. It should be an all. If we're doing this in a solid, unified comp- country and saying, but they, everyone, I know yeah. that's, that's my point. Yeah, go ahead. We need to say all lives matter. I'm not saying fuck Black Lives Matter because they don't. I'm not saying that. I'm saying everyone is the same. We are just fucking people. Yeah. That's why all lives matter because we are all fucking humans. Cops, firemen, fucking doctors, fucking truck drivers, black guys, white guys, Mexicans, fucking eight, whatever. We're all fucking people. So yes, all lives fucking matter. No matter what you do, who you are, who you fuck, what you fuck, I don't care. Yeah. As long as you're not fucking with other people's shit, your life matters. If you're a piece of shit, your life shouldn't fucking matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I, I think this whole, oh, you're racist because you, you, you're taking away because you say, no, I'm not racist because I'm saying all flies matter. I'm saying people are fucking people. So, but here's the thing. Now, <laughs> I guess I'll take what you just said and, and expand on it a little bit further. And I'm sure someone's going to take this the wrong way. Oh, the whole fucking episode. People are pissed. Yeah. Everyone's well, well, fucking fuck pissed. Because it is what it is. But so you have people standing out there, black lives matter. Yet if, if somebody went and stood next to somebody with a Black Lives Matter sign with a sign that said White Lives Matter, well, that person's a white supremacist. Yeah, and they're fucking Okay, racist. well, hang on. <laughs> but the person with the Black Lives... Are, are, are they a black supremacist? I mean, why are we only assuming that there's white supremacy? Isn't there... Well, no, because the, because the black guy with the knee on the neck... Okay, but how many white people have been killed? Now, I'm not sitting here... Trying to, because this, I can just hear these fucking idiots, mm-hmm. you liberals that are so fucking stupid. They aren't even listening to this podcast, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah. I can hear them saying, yeah, but there's way more black people get killed by white people and cops and all this. If you only knew the true numbers of the amount of white people that were killed by black people, cops, whatever, just fucking, uh, walking down the street and getting shot in a drive-by or whatever. Not saying that's all black people do. There's plenty of white people that are killing white people, but there's plenty of black people killing black people. Mm-hmm. We don't ever hear about that on the fucking news. Didn't we talk about this before that black lives matter, but black lives matter don't... To, black lives don't matter to black people. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Didn't we talk about that once before? Yes. It's it's. I mean, Hang on. There's it, a... it keeps going back to the same thing, dude. All lives matter because all people are just fucking people. Stop seeing fucking color. Stop seeing the divide because that's what they want. They being the controlling elite, the mainstream media, the fucking assholes that are trying to separate us all. Fuck that. Be who you are regardless of what the fuck you are and just be happy with that. Accept fucking people for who they are and that's it. I wanna, Bottom line. There's I wanna, my fucking soapbox. I want to read this tweet. And this came... From Mike Tyson. Okay. Mike Tyson's Twitter. Everybody okay. knows Mike Tyson, yeah, boxer, black guy. Yeah, don't shit on him. I'm not. I'm just giving an example. He tweets out, if white people rioted every time a black man killed them, we'd never have any peace. Then he's attached a picture. It's a graph. So, black on white crime. This is from 2012 to 2015. 540,873 incidences, black on white. Okay. White on black, 92,706. Well, that's a pretty big fucking difference. Mm-hmm. That's almost 400,000 incidences less. Mm-hmm. Hispanic on white, 404,735. White on, Hispa- on Hispanic, 169,304 
So apparently white people hate Mexicans more than they hate black people, mm-hmm. based on the incidents. They take our jobs. Um, <laughs> Hispanic on black, 56,147. Black on Hispanic, 169,304. The exact same number as white on Hispanic. Mm-hmm. So whites and blacks both fucking hate Hispanics equally, apparently. Mm-hmm. But once again, these numbers don't include all white people. Right. Or all Mexicans of, of hate and all that. Clearly, though, based on those numbers, and these come right from the fucking, uh, it's the interracial violent crime from 2012 to 2015. This is put together by, like, the FBI-type mm-hmm. database mm-hmm. because of, of whatever. They track this shit. So apparently... Blacks have more issues with whites than whites have with blacks. Hispanics have more issues with whites than whites have with Hispanics. I mean, I I don't... And this is coming from Mike Tyson, who, whether you like it or not, he could speak for a portion of the black community. Mm -hmm. So every time a white person gets killed by a black person, we should riot? Because literally, like what he said in the tweet is, we would never not be rioting. Because it happens so often. If you take that 504,000, how many days from 2012 to 2015 are there? 165 for three years. So what's that total? 900 and something days? Yeah, just just shy of 1,000. So here's your phone. Get the calculator. Take Do 365 times three. No, four. Do 365 times four. We'll do 2012. 1460. So 1,460 days. Mm -hmm. Now take that... So now you have 540,873 incidences spread over the course of those four years. How many incidences per... Give me the big number again. 540,873. How many incidences per day on average are we? God damn it. 500. I don't know. 40,873. Yep. Divided by 1460. 370.4. On average per day. So, and I'm sure there were days where more of those and days with less. But on average, average, Mm -hmm. 300 and what? 74. 370.4. So it's like 370. Exactly. All right. So 370 incidences per day against white people from blacks. But we'll destroy the country because of a shitty cop. I, I I'm I am failing to understand the the issue here. Now let's let's do so three hundred or what, how much was it three hundred seventy yep. per day. Yep. Now let's do the white on black okay. ninety two thousand seven hundred and six. Write down the big number so I can just keep seeing that nine two seven zero six. Yeah, but I got to put the big number in first and divide it. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Nine two seven zero six divided by fourteen sixty. That's the number I want. Yeah, sixty three point five. Oh, sixty three point four. I'm sorry. All right, so sixty three. We'll just go with sixty three. Mm-hmm. So you have sixty three incidences per day as opposed to three hundred and forty. That's a pretty big fucking difference. Yeah. Now we could do this down the fucking line. But our point has been made. <laughs> I mean, the only other one I think I'd be down with doing is the Hispanic on white incidences and that's 404 735 divided by 1460 277 so you have blacks on average 340 incidences per day against white people 
277 instances of Mexicans on white. At this point, I would say whites are more oppressed than blacks. Now, the only thing you could say is that, well, there's so many more whites than there are blacks or Mexicans. Well, for the few, it almost counteracts your point of, of trying to make a point in the fact that there are so many fewer Mexicans than blacks, yet they have a higher rate mm-hmm. of incidents. I don't know. I'm going off of your numbers. Not your numbers, Dave, but right, no, no. your numbers. The, the FBI has put this together based on what's been reported. I guess you could argue, well, blacks aren't reporting all the fucking crimes. It's white people are calling the police more often. Okay. Now let's go. Even we cut that number in half, it's still fucking I huge. mean, you can cut it in half and cut it in half again, and it still doesn't fucking equal out mm-hmm. to the incidences. So, I, I don't know. I, I mean. And if we're going that same route, then if we go the, the racist statement, Mexicans won't call the cops either because they're illegal. So we'll cut their number in half. It's still fucking not the right. It's not right. It's you can cut the the black on white crime number in half and then half again and half again, and you still don't come close. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with the Mexican number, the Hispanic on white. Mm-hmm. I guess we can't even say Mexican because Hispanic, I think, covers a wider range of right. it covers not just Mexican. It covers probably Cuban and I mean Hispanic. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I'm just assuming it covers the whole range of right. whatever. And I got no issues with blacks or Mexicans. Because I know somebody's going to hear this and say, well, you just do your white privilege. and you, Okay, stop mm-hmm. with all that shit. Because that shit matters. Right. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's a talking point and it's stupid to just keep spouting off that same shit. You have to understand what this is. I completely agree. Support the fact that we have a shitty cop. Or don't, no, don't support the fact that we have a shitty Support the fact that we have a shitty cop that killed a guy, and you want to support that community or whatever. Yeah. But then, I'm not saying we have to fucking, um, every time a cop kills a white person, that we should even hear about it. But we shouldn't hear about every single time a, a uh, black guy gets killed by a cop. Because if when you look at those specific numbers, and I think we've covered this in a previous podcast, the amount of officers and who and and the the times there's been reports that they have been uh like overstepped their grounds mm-hmm. as officers against whites blacks mexicans whatever the number of incidences against blacks was whatever and once again the incidences of police doing shit to like fuck up white people kill white people whatever was staggeringly more yeah Way but the high. problem is your mainstream media won't report that because yep. it does not fit a narrative. Because the narrative here is that blacks are oppressed and we need to play these two races against each other. And then here brings this question. If you've actually if you're a liberal or a democrat or or a moron and you've actually listened this far and you're and you and this should be your question. Well, why would they do that? Why would they want Whites versus blacks. If it's not really racism, then what is it? Do you know, Dave? Yeah. All it's right. a war strategy, man. The best way to win is divide and conquer. Okay. But why? 
Who's behind the war strategy? Why are they pushing this narrative? This is what these people should be asking Mm -hmm. if they've listened at this point. Are you waiting for me oh, to explain? Yeah, I didn't know if you were asking me rhetorically if you were going to just well, keep going. Well, both, I guess. It's a rhetorical and it's well, a... I'm going to go with the same thing, the, the blanket statement that I always say. It's the controlling elite, man. You know, the fucking... Uh, Builder, is it Bilderbergs? Yeah. And Rockefellers and all those... Well, you're going like really big picture yeah, with that. I'm going big picture, yeah. Well, let me simplify it. Mm-hmm. Because like I've already said, I've already given the answer to this, but people probably didn't catch it. The Democrat Party has been taken over. Mm -hmm. They also have Joe Biden as their guy. You have um, Barack Obama who and his entire administration who has basically been caught trying to overthrow the current president. Several times and failing. Uh, You have Hillary Clinton who's fucked with her emails. She's going to have to testify. She's done everything she can to not accept the... Okay, you have all these things... Happening, the org, the the Democrat Party has been taken over, and you've launched your pandemic. You've launched your Russia investigation. You've launched all these fucking things: the Kavanaugh thing, the fucking impeachment. All these things have failed. Everything has failed because there's nothing behind any of it. Right. So when when you've launched everything, you failed, or everything, and it's failed. Your whole uh, oh, oh, and you, you've, you've basically lost all control. And you've had all, let's say, for the last 25 years, you've had all this control over this country. You've sold it out to China. You've done all this shit. This guy comes in, Trump, and regains all this power back for this country, shuts down all the shit that you were had sold out and fucked up, and you as a party have completely lost control of everything. What would you do? Everything you could to regain that control. Mm-hmm. That's why. They're, everything they're doing is to try and regain that control because they know the next step is jail. They have no choice. Right. Um, we can expand on that. Um, I do want to address one other thing with this whole thing. These people, and they're out there, they exist, that are saying, that, that agree with the Black Lives Matter movement has been taken over, but it's been taken over by white Republican extremists. Okay? That's what they're saying. This has been said. These are the people that agree that the movement's been taken over, but they don't want to admit that it's Antifa, and that Antifa is the Democratic uh, wing the paramilitary wing of the Democratic Party, okay, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. These people are, are basically taking saying, taking Antifa without using Antifa and saying, well, these are all white Republican extremists that are doing all this shit. They've taken over the Black Lives Matter movement for their own white supremacy purposes, okay? I'm going to ruin that for you right now, anybody that believes that, by saying this. Hollywood... Mm-hmm. is, I'm just guessing, 95% Democrat, let's just say. Probably. Celebrities, yeah. music, everything. all Everything that is Hollywood and all that is probably 95% Democrat, okay? And that's fine. I, I don't have any issue with the fact that they're Democrats. 
a lot of those same celebrities and all this politicians, all this shit that are specifically Democrat, are donating money to a fund that bails out all these protesters and rioters and looters that are getting arrested. It bails them out. They're, they're, they're funding the bailouts of these. Do you honestly think Democrat Hollywood is going to bail out Republican extremists? No. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. Nope. So stop saying they're Republican extremists because Hollywood wouldn't bail those people out. Um, now you could say, well, how do we know? Well, it, because it's out there. Look it up. Go to Google and type in, are celebrities donating money to bail out protesters? Just put that in. We'll go simple protesters. Yep. Even though it's not, pro protesters aren't getting arrested because they're doing it peacefully. It's the rioters and the looters that are getting arrested. And you will find these motherfuckers with phone number written on their fucking arm that they are told and instructed to write this phone number on their arm. So if they get arrested, they go, then you know, you get your one phone call. They get booked. They call that number. They're bailed out within an hour and they're back on the fucking street continuing. Yep. Well, who's bailing them out? Well, the money's being sent there from politicians. Joe Biden's campaign has sent money. All these celebrities. But they're white Republican extremists. Yeah. Well, that makes being sense. bailed out by Democrats? That yeah. makes no sense. That they would never do sense. that. They do. It makes sense because they know people won't look at it because they don't give a shit. People that are buying their bullshit are just going to agree to it. Be, oh, yeah, it makes perfect sense. It, and it doesn't. And when you break any, every, literally when you break everything down, none of it makes sense to what they say. And that's what drives me nuts about this is your arguments don't even, there's no logical connection. Like it's like putting a puzzle together with eight different puzzles and only 40% of the pieces of each puzzle. Mm -hmm. This is, this is the other, that side of things, logic behind Trump's impeachment. The Russian collusion thing, Kavanaugh's fucking raping 18 women, which 17 of them have all come back after the fact and said that it never happened. The only one that hasn't come back is uh, Blasey Ford, right. the one cunt that testified. Uh, the You name it against Trump, that's all been fucking whatever. It's That's the concept that's being put together. It's like they're taking all these different puzzles, but only... 10% of each one of these puzzles and said, oh, you got to put this puzzle together. Well, you can't. Mm -hmm. There's a reason it only portions fit together because there's, you know, you have all these different puzzles. But they never expected Hillary to lose. Right. And, and they're, they're, all their stories and narratives are all cockamamie half thought because they're in panic mode. What happens when you panic and you're at home and you're panicking? You... Let's say you're trying to make a big dinner for all your family for Thanksgiving, and you realize the day of, oh, fuck, I don't have shit to make a stuffing. Well, I know stuffing's like bread stuff, so you just throw a bunch of random shit in there, and you're panicking, and you you thought you grabbed sugar, salt, but you grabbed sugar, and now you fucking throw it together, you eat it, it's all fucked up. Yeah. And you, But you're not going to take ownership of it. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, I, you know, that, that's, that's what the recipe called for. It's how casseroles were created, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. That's what a casserole is. Yeah, just a bunch of random shit. 
And that's what somebody did. They were like, well, fuck, I want dinner, but uh, I got these things. None of these make any one particular thing. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Let's throw it all in a bowl and we'll figure it out. It's like putting yeah. shit into a blender. Yeah. Uh, but it's all, But yeah, it's like taking 20 different recipes, but only using... It's like randomly selecting one thing out of each recipe blindly and saying, how can we put this shit together? Well, it works when... Let's see. All your family eat it and don't want to fucking be mean and say something. Oh, it's really good. We like it. They will just eat it all yeah, up. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, yeah, it, basically. I mean. All right, better example. Home Alone number one. They overslept. They're in a fucking panic to hurry up. And what do they fucking do? They leave Kevin at home. Right. Because they were in a panic. They rushed. They did they weren't thinking clearly. They took ninety five percent of everything. Yeah, and that's what the that's what the fucking Democratic Party's doing. They're in panic mode and they're just fucking hurrying. Oh we gotta get something out there. Yeah, and the reason something. they're in panic mode is because they had done all this illegal shit and had Hillary gotten elected, you would have never heard about any of it. Yeah, none of this shit. No you, coronavirus would have happened. No, well, no, it would have been probably worse. I mean, but I don't want to speculate on on yeah. how bad we'd be in a position. And here's the other thing. If you, this is another layer. You know, I said there's tons of layers. There is tons of layers. There's no way you could get it all out and done. We're trying to make uh, examples out of simple things to try and help dumb people understand. Um, but, or even the confused people that aren't dumb, like that just don't get it. We're trying to help you understand this so that you can fucking see for what it really is. But, they never expected her to lose. So, therefore, she lost. So, now their crimes are getting exposed because they don't have the power that they used to. You know, when, when they have the the president that's on their side who's a criminal and, and everybody under them, they can appoint all these people. Now, you could say the exact same thing with Trump. Well, now that he's president, he's appointing all his people, and that's all his crimes are, are being covered up, too. Okay, well, time will tell, I guess. I don't know. Uh, what I don't see is that... Uh, oh, so this is what I was going to say. So, um, uh, the the whole thing with this... Uh, so, just this year, in 2020, we've had a pandemic, and now we have a race war. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and we had an impeachment, which was kind of... Right. Towards the end of 2019, right. but didn't it kind of funnel into January, yeah, I think? Yeah, I think it wrapped up. And it went from January of the impeachment to... February, we started hearing about coronavirus. March is when it fucking started hammering hard because that's, it was like mid-March is when it's, we started shutting everything down. Mm-hmm. And that led right up through April and the, almost the end of May, about the time when people were starting to lose interest in this whole coronavirus thing when they started realizing that it's all bullshit. And we shut this country down for no reason. It's a 99.8% survival rate. Your numbers, CNN, your numbers, not my numbers that I've created. Your numbers, the ones that you put out, the ones that CDC put out. Uh, we started realizing that wasn't working. So then we moved right into the fucking race war. And after the race war has been realized, you know, we're putting this shit out there. Everybody else that is putting shit out there, exposing the bricks being put everywhere and the agitators on video paying people for Christ's sakes. All this shit. When people start to, the, the majority start to figure out that this whole thing was bullshit too, 
What do you think we're going to go to next? Because I have a feeling we're going to be back to the coronavirus. Well, all these people were out together in large groups, and now the coronavirus again. So now we're going to shut the country down again. They are... Here, here's the big picture. The reason each one of these things is happening is so that when we get to the election, oh, they, they also want their mail-in ballots. Because yep. mail-in ballots, I, I don't give a fuck who you are. You can't tell me that there isn't a huge compromisable way to fuck with these ballots by mailing them in. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, it's It's illogical. I don't think we'll go right to Corona. I think because the oh, country, the country's going to open up again. There's no. going to be another mass it can't, shooting. Or it something. can't open up again because every business has been fucking destroyed in these major cities. Oh, major cities, here's yeah. the other thing. This is this is what's most fascinating about this too, to me. Only destruction in certain cities, right, Dave? Mm-hmm. I mean. Let's see. Without going down the list of all the cities that ha- you've seen and heard about being destroyed, including large, super large cities down to smaller cities, mm-hmm. every single city and state, Democrat run. Yep. I was waiting for you to come Why? How? Why aren't Republican-run states and cities being destroyed? That's a rhetorical question, because I'll tell you why. Unless you you have an idea or a thought. I'll go with yours. All right. There's a reason why. Because they want America back working. They want jobs. And they also have guns. I don't know if you've seen these videos of these motherfuckers, uh, these Antifas. Their whole goal, they can't use guns. Their whole thing is to start the shit, but then let, but then let the people do what they do they're there to agitate and get it started they're there to instigate instigate this whole thing and then go somewhere else and instigate again and then can keep it going and and keep the destruction moving if you also notice now let's go back to the coronavirus thing all these republican states opened up first just fine no no additional issues with the the virus you know these it was it was basically that's what started exposing that the coronavirus was bullshit is all these republican run states opened back up and there wasn't an increase in contamination there wasn't an increase of people dying or getting it testing positive there there hasn't been an increase in any of this shit which started exposing this whole thing while you had places like michigan new york illinois who were still shutting everything down for an, a ridiculous amount of time, masks for fucking everything, yet their numbers increase all the time. It, it makes no sense. Right. So the fact that we're wearing masks and supposed to be locked down, but yet a mile away across the border in, say, Wisconsin, no masks, everything's open, yet Illinois' numbers keep going up and Wisconsin numbers go down. But yet they're open and we're, I mean, at a certain point, it starts to make no sense, which is what started waking certain people up that were like scared of this whole thing. They started realizing this is bullshit. Like how? So the virus doesn't cross borders is one of my favorite things is Mm -hmm. when Wisconsin opened up and Illinois didn't, I said, oh, oh, that's right. The virus doesn't cross borders. Right. 
I mean, yeah, I'm putting my life in danger, by the way, just to come across the border into where, Illinois, where Corona is huge, and we have no Corona in Wisconsin. Oh, but oh, but the second George Floyd died, coronavirus just stopped. Well, the, the, the virus decided to take a backseat yep, and be said, on hold. It said, "Hey, you know what? All lives matter. I'm going to stop. Black lives matter. I'm going to stop." Yeah. Oh, it don't matter anymore. All right, we're game on again. It's yeah, that's why, that's why I think once people start to realize this whole protest right loot shit is nonsense too is when the virus pops back up because there's going to be a second wave because we still got to put the whole thing okay so this is i guess what i i went on a jag there i'm back to it the whole point this whole george soros operation because he's the one funding all this shit him and probably rothschild or rockefeller one of these motherfuckers um he ain't funding it he's funding his own fucking uh, weird family thing. Um, Bill Gates is behind the vaccine for the, uh, and, and Fauci is behind the vaccine for coronavirus. Which, by the way, Fauci's come out now and said uh, that the coronavirus vaccine that they're developing probably won't be like one of these where you get the shot and you're good. It's only going to last for so long and then you're probably susceptible again. Why? Well, because they're probably creating multiple versions of it, just like the flu, which you can get the flu, Dave, regardless of your fucking shot. And if you got the shot, it's not going to protect you from the flu because they're just guessing. It's so fucking stupid. If you get the flu shot, I don't know. I I, I question your intelligence, but go ahead. I don't give a fuck, really. I don't give a fuck. I, but I, you know, if, if that's what you want to do as a human being, fine. And if you want to go get the coronavirus, go ahead. But I think, I personally think you haven't done any fucking research. You're, you're kind of stupid for doing any of that. Mm-hmm. But do what you do. Uh, if it comes down to your company says you have to have it or you can't work there anymore, I guess you got to make a decision for yourself. Find a new job. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, probably find a new job. But, you know, whatever. Um, so they want to, um, continue keeping the economy shut down because you can't honestly debate Trump against his economy going into an election when it's never been higher. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the numbers where the stock market was just in general, the economy, the amount of jobs, the amount of uh, employed every nationality, the unemployment being staggeringly low for every yep. ethnicity. I mean... It's hard. I mean, it's not hard. It's impossible to debate Trump on that. I mean, on that alone, you would lose the election no matter who you are if you're against him because it's never been in that position. Um, when when he's done all of this shit, which I love these fucking people. I don't love them. I hate them. These people <laughs> that say, "What has Trump done for this country?" Really? Can we just can we just look at the numbers? I mean. You know, the numbers you've never heard because all you do is watch CNN, right. you know, uh, which I, I'm not saying I'm getting my news from Fox News because I don't watch Fox News either. So don't sit there, these fucking assholes that say, well, it's because you just watch Fox News. I don't watch Fox News. I get my numbers from you, motherfuckers. And and then I go get it from other places, you know, that that are beyond party. Right. Okay. Um, so... Biden. How, how the fuck is Biden or the Democrat Party going to argue any point of of normal debate that you would argue 
in a debate with two candidates from two different parties going into election. Normally, a president gets elected and then doesn't do shit. They kind of just give their speeches and they say, oh, I want to do this, but then never do any of it. Just right. like hope and change and then nothing fucking changed. It just got worse for the black community, you know, uh, referencing one particular president. Yeah. But it, this is usually what it is, except now we had a president who actually went in and did a bunch of shit. And how do you argue? How do you debate that? You, you really yeah. can't. Yeah. I mean... It, what grounds did a Democrat stand on other than you could say, well, he's dividing America? No, y- y- you're dividing America. Y- your your party has been overtaken by an organization that's dividing America. Y- your party allowed that to happen. Y- like, Fuck, your, your party started it. Wh- where mm-hmm. is... But that's the thing, I don't, I don't want this to be... It's not... It's not your typical Democrat that's behind this. These these long-term Democrats that are Democrats, they, they aren't shitty people. But their party's been taken over. This is the part they don't understand is you have what you supported 20 years ago is not what it is today. It's been taken over by criminal organizations. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a... I'm not saying Republicans are fucking great. There's a lot of shitty fucking Republicans out there. Yeah. There's a lot of shitty everything. But there's also a lot of good. What I'm saying is they want to exhaust the American people with one thing after another. So the entire time Trump's been up, first it's this. First, You know how many people I've heard say, you know, I supported Trump. I'm just so tired of every single day. I can't turn on the news. I can't look at my phone. And it's just something else with Trump. Something else. Something is just, it's just, they are trying. Here's the other thing. So if none of this other shit works. They're trying to exhaust you to the point, as a voter, you in general, no matter what party you are, you as a human, they are trying to exhaust you with so much controversy after controversy, which they're all creating, so that you say, you know what, fuck it, let's vote him out so we can just go back to normal, where I don't have to, I can watch my fucking football, and I can watch my, uh, you know, 90-day fiancé, and I can just... Do what I want to do. I'm so tired of everything. They're trying to exhaust you into, because they have lost control. So they are throwing everything they have. This criminal organization, I'm not even going to say Democrats anymore, even though they're using your party for this. This criminal organization has lost control, and they know their next step is prison and death. And And what would you do if you have been backed into a corner, Dave? Well, now you're going to pull out every stop. So everything you have left, it's going out there. So if it's not coronavirus next, it's going to be alien invasion. It has to. I mean, you have two choices that I can think of. Now, I would have never guessed they would have went the pandemic route. That's interesting. Uh, pandemic with a 98.2% survival rate. It's <laughs> really weird. Like, no, 99.8. Yeah. 99.8% survival rate. Your numbers. Not your numbers, Dave. I know. Your numbers. You people that are against Trump, your numbers. This is from fucking CNN and CDC. Your numbers. That's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I, it, that we shut down a country for a fucking virus with a 99.8% survivor. I just want I have to hammer that because what the fuck are we doing? Could you imagine what this country would look like if it was a 60% survival rate? Oh, yeah. We'd probably still be open. 
<laughs> would have never shut anything down because right. population control. Which you can sit and argue that, oh, that's nonsense. But it's not. So you could, I mean, here's an interesting thing. So it's a 99.8% survival rate. And if you even still want to support the shitty side of this whole thing, well, if it's not, if it's such a good survival rate, we shut everything down. Well, I mean, are they really that bad? It's just, it's fake though. Look what you've done just to, just to try and regain power. Like mm-hmm. that's fucking insane. You should be, every single human should be livid. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily with the Democrat party, but with the fact that their party had been overtaken by a fucking criminal organization. Why aren't you people fucking outraged? You know, you want to protest, riot, and, and loot? Do it on their fucking properties, their homes, their fucking offices. Destroy their shit. Because I, and then I, I sincerely think, if we stopped looting, rioting, and, and destroying every business, and started going to these fucking, uh, socialist, communist, fucking China, backed fucking politicians and all this shit we we went to these democrat uh politicians that that are had are being on the payroll of china and all this shit not your 20-year democrat but your your democrats that are fully in support of this criminal organization you go after those people these fucking riots and shit would stop immediately the second their shit starts getting fucked up do that I guess you could turn around and say, well, now, now he's inciting violence. No, I'm just telling you where you should be going to do. I mean, if you're smart, you'd go after the people that are fucking, I mean, go after George Soros. He's the one fucking funding this whole thing. You want your goddamn movement back? Yeah. Stop that. And then you can have your fucking peaceful protest. But, I don't even think we covered half of it. And I guess let's get into the conspiracy part of it now. Not that that wasn't conspiracy, but... Right. Now the conspiracy part. George Floyd. He, how he ended up in his situation was because of a fake $20 bill or something or a forged yeah, check or something. Yeah. I don't even know. Because it doesn't matter because it was overtaken and that's not even a thing anymore. Right. He was an upstanding citizen who had broke into a woman's house, beat her, there's a like a charge he had been charged with, and I think he was found guilty of all this. Now, granted, that was several years prior, um, so he was he was better. I mean, people can change, I guess, for the better. Um, the autopsy reported that he had meth in his system, fentanyl. Um, he had fentanyl on him. I think there might have been some in his system. I think though. there was some in from Merkur. Um, he didn't die from asphyxiation, which is also interesting because the whole report here is that the knee on the back of the neck is what caused his air to be cut off. However, he didn't die from that. He died from the other things he had in his system. This is where it gets muddy because, I mean, do we have another incident where we planted shit on him or put stuff in his system? Right. I mean, you could argue any of that point is there's a conspiracy here. There's something strange. Um, I don't know. I don't know anybody specifically in Minnesota, but what I would like to know is, does every Minnesota police vehicle have police as the license plate? Because that seems slightly suspicious to me. I've never in my life seen a fucking police vehicle with police as a license plate. If you want to, don't think I'm 
uh, for real on this. Just go look up the picture of George Floyd. Stop looking at the knee on the neck and look at the fucking back of the police vehicle that says police on license plate. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's a real thing. Yeah, I think this I've was a staged event. Yeah. Now, he's dead on the street. You wouldn't naturally bring in EMTs to get him on a gurney and get him off. There's a specific way you would turn him over because he was face down. You would turn him over. You would hold the neck. Whether he's dead or not, you, would probably, you wouldn't just fucking flop him over like what they did. Right. Uh, also, the EMTs were dressed in different police outfits. Yeah, they were so wearing... the costume department did a really shitty job on this. They also didn't bring in people that were trained to look, knowing this is going to be completely filmed, but it didn't matter because it was just to start a fucking race war. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. You have these fucking crisis actors who coming in, uh, it flopped him over, put him on the fucking gurney, and into the fucking thing, off he goes. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we could sit here and argue all day about the autopsy report being fake. We could argue about the validity of the EMTs being who they are really are or whatever uh we could argue about all this shit now let's talk about the cop so they've arrested the cop and the other three guys standing around all three cops have now been arrested and charged yep with either uh i think the main guy is charged with second degree murder which is what i don't 100 on the different first degree is 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 i walked up and i cut your fucking throat second degree is um yeah i think first degree is, is premeditated Second degree is um, we got in a fist fight and I ended up killing you mm-hmm. with my punch. And third degree is um, I don't know what that is. And then there's involuntary where I'm driving down the street. You run in front of my car. I hit you. You die. I maybe get charged with involuntary manslaughter or something or yeah. whatever. You know, I don't know the different levels. Um, but anyways, he's the main cop with the fucking looking straight into the camera, which you would never do. Right. Uh and, I mean, I guess let's jump right into that. So you have the cop looking straight into the thing, and you see the guy with the mugshot. And they look similar, but I don't, I personally don't believe they're the same person. I don't either. Um, and, and for those of you listening that don't know anything about that, just look it up. I mean, look at the screenshot of the cop with the knee on the head, or the neck, and then look at the mugshot, and you put those two next to each other, there's similarities, but I don't believe they're the same person. Um, now, the Asian cop that got arrested, you look at him in the in the screenshot and you look at his mugshot, I think that's the same person. Um, now, the other two, I don't know. The other two guys that are in the, their mugshots, I've seen them, but I don't, I haven't watched the video trying to dissect each one of these guys because I think the main cop with the knees is the most important here. Yes. Um, I don't think it's the same guy. So, now let's just say the whole thing was staged. All right? Let's say George Floyd. I know this is really shitty for the family, but what if he's not dead? I've heard this whole thing, like, could be one of these false flag events where he's not dead. Uh, these It was all crisis actors and shit like that. Uh, I don't know. To me, it seems like a lot to to what basically buy this guy because I mean he's dead. It's, it's like we're talking about another, another Epstein here. Now, while we've got to pay to hide this guy right. for the rest of his fucking life, or maybe we did kill him. I don't know. Uh, the, the point is, there's there's something hokey about this. Now, let's go even further. Supposedly, George Floyd and this cop what was it Michael Chauvin or something like that. Something like that. They both knew each other. 
and worked together for 17 years. Really? I didn't know that. As security at the same club. Interesting. So, I, I know you, Dave. I've known you for 17 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Let's just say. It's probably been about 17 years. Yeah, pretty, pretty close. We probably. podcast together, but I moonlight as a cop on the side or whatever. And I get called on this call. Some guy's passing a fake $20 bill, so I got to go arrest this guy, and it's you. I'm going to throw your ass on the ground, put my fucking knee on your neck. I'm sorry. That's plausible. It, the it's, punishment doesn't fit the crime. It, it's 100% not plausible. Oh, I'm sorry. Because, yeah, I know. You wouldn't do this with somebody that you've known that long and work with and are probably friends with. Mm -hmm. Now, let's go one step further. The cop, the guy that's a cop, his neighbors, his literally next-door neighbors. Now, get it. Maybe you're not best friends with your fucking neighbors, Dave, on either side or Mm -hmm. even four houses down. And they probably don't know everything about you and you don't know everything about them. But if you're a police officer... Typically, I would say, and I don't know, but wouldn't your, his neighbors, this guy's neighbors, thought he was a real estate agent. Really? They had no idea he was a cop. They came out immediately after he, the fucking, his face was splattered everywhere with the knee on the fucking neck. Hmm. We didn't even know he was a cop. Now, I'm not saying you flaunt the fact that you're a cop, but, I mean, I think you would know. You would know. You you come home in a uniform? I mean... My dad didn't flaunt it at all growing up. Didn't flaunt it, didn't fucking have a big police party where everybody was wearing their police uniforms and shit all the time and, you know, police shit everywhere. No. He was a cop. Everyone in the neighborhood knew he was a cop. Yeah. He came home from work in his cop car on occasion. He left for work in his police uniform, came back home. He never once looked like a real estate agent when he went for work. Even when he did undercover work, he did not look real estate. He looked like a fucking cop. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's an interesting piece to this whole thing is what is that? Mm-hmm. How in the fuck does your, like I'm saying, like I said, like your neighbors may not know where you work, Dave, but they probably do. If they were at all observant, they would see that you're walking in with a hat that says whatever company that you work mm-hmm. for or a shirt or something. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, maybe my neighbors don't know where I work, but I also don't have a fucking uniform. Right. Cops have uniforms. Now, I get it. You could probably change clothes, but a lot of cops that have a vehicle come home and keep their vehicle with them at all mm-hmm. times because they have to. Now, so some cops park their car and they probably have they probably share their car with somebody like day shift and night shift maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that whole thing works. doesn't matter. And you could, you could even argue, well, he changed clothes at work and then came home. Okay. What would make his neighbors think he's a fucking real estate yeah, agent? Oh, shit. And that's that's an interesting piece. How would they not know he was a cop? Like, I'm not saying you have to fucking socialize, but, like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. maybe. Something very fishy with that. Never there is that something way. strange about that. I'm just saying. Uh, the fact that he knows, they, they knew each other. They worked together as security at the same club. Mm-hmm. That's strange. Why would you, unless you had beef, long-running beef with this dude that you worked with, and said, all right, now I got my fucking chance to fuck this guy up a little bit. Right. I guess you could say that, but 
where's the history of them having issues? I've not heard anything from this club or the club owners or anything saying, yeah, these two fucking guys work together and they hated each other. No, you don't hear about the fact that they worked together and knew each other because it doesn't fit the narrative because it actually blows the whole fucking bullshit narrative out of the water. They could have known each other and worked together and also joined a crisis actor company together. <laughs> However, uh, they could be playing characters and roles here. Is what I'm saying. That's a little more logical than... It's a lot more believable. I mean, just saying. Um, if you're a crisis actor, you could uh, you could appear as a real estate agent or whatever the fuck, according to your neighbors, or mm-hmm. to your neighbors. I mean, uh, if you've... Even even just look at his, his outfit, like the police uniform. It didn't look like a legit... It looked like a, a movie cop. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, no, I agree. He didn't look like a regular... He didn't. Typical cop. Um, I'm trying to think. What else about... Oh, George Floyd. A lot of people probably don't know this. We're going to go to one of our sponsors... Of the network, yeah. uh, Of the network's uh, webpage. It's called Pornhub.com. George Floyd was in porn... Now, this may be really surprising to some people, but uh, he, he's in porn. Of course, we're not going to be able to find it now. No, that's interesting. It's all been probably removed. Oh, yeah, Let's see that. here. Um, we'll just go to Google. I wonder if it's even going to be able to find here. Anyways, I've seen the... Uh, by the Habib show featuring a black girl named Kimberly. Is this it? We just went. I just did that. It's probably this. I would trust this site over the other ones. Should we watch this? Yeah. See what it says? It's only five minutes. So George Floyd was a was in a porno. Not not saying that this makes him fucking piece of shit. Okay. I I, I just think we're putting this out there so people can understand the bigger picture here of what we're dealing with. It's not just like there, there's, there's something hokey and we're, we're putting all the facts and we're throwing all this shit at the wall and we're seeing what sticks, I guess. Um, so this is, this is a interesting piece to this whole thing is that, Oh, yeah. Man. What's, up, What's your name, bro? Man, be Floyd. Floyd the landlord, man. Floyd the landlord. Right New video has surfaced showing George Floyd was actually an adult entertainer in the adult entertainment business. Floyd's death in Minneapolis a couple of days ago at the hands of a Minneapolis police officer has caused wild speculation and riots are now beginning in protest of his death. Through some research, I was able to dig up a video that seems to show George Floyd was an adult entertainer star in the adult entertainment business, and he went by the name Floyd the Landlord. That's what you should in the Google video, you can see George Floyd search. greeted by a director in a hotel room with a female adult co-star. George Floyd introduces himself as Floyd the Landlord and says he reps Houston, Texas as his home city. Sexy as a motherfucker. Oh, shit, let's see who this is. Right on time, right on time. Right on time. Who is it? What's going on, bro? What's going on, man? What's up? What's up? Man, you go. You go, baby. 
What's your name, bro? Man, be Floyd. Floyd the landlord, man. Floyd the landlord. What you repping? What city? Houston, Texas, man. Third Water Projects, man. Third Water. Hey. Hey. Houston, Houston. This is what we do, man. Come in. You gotta get it right. You know right, all right. Yeah, Look at this. Time with the lovely, super lovely. <laughs> What's your name, girl? Kimberly Brains. Sexy, sexy. <laughs> Look at her. For real. Floyd then says he's affiliated with a group called Young Risk Takers, or YRT. What's, up, What's your name, bro? Man, be Floyd. Floyd the landlord, man. Floyd the landlord. Right what, on, what you repping? What city? Man, Houston, Texas, man. Third Ward, the projects, man. Third Ward. This thing right here, man. <laughs> What's we'll say? Right, check me out, man. Young risk takers? Yeah, young risk takers, man. YRT, man, to the fullest. With some research, I was able to find this group. It's the on same YouTube. thing over and over. They only have 37 subscribers. Well, he's not going to play the part. They do have a lot of music videos. Here's an example of some of their videos. You want to see the part? <laughs> Kind of like that song. Mm -hmm. Not a fan of this one though. I got no issue with him being in porno. Riots to erupt across the United States in cities such as Minneapolis, where the death occurred, but also Seattle, Bakersfield, San Francisco, Oakland, and so many more states that are now experiencing their own form of riots that have been going on for two days now. About the point of this coming out. Now we're going on what? Rain. Seven days? Something like that? Just showing fucking clips. Fire everywhere. Yeah. I believe the police car is now being on fire with 1500 JFK. 2 2 2 I'm Jefferson. Great fucking Citizens of these cities are attempting to clean up the mess left by rioters, but each day they clean up. By nighttime, a new riot has begun. <laughs> Sorry. He's fucking dumb. I, I, I just don't understand. Like, where does looting and rioting get you? Well, it brings them back from the dead. You know that, right? Does it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Proven proven facts. <laughs> Fucking dumb. I, I I just maybe we need to get into um the I'm trying to find Yeah. Okay, so naturally the uh the porno of this guy has been removed. From at least Pornhub. But, uh, I don't think we need to see any more of the video. No. But, uh, <clears throat> but it, it doesn't fit the narrative. It, it adds a, a piece of what the fuck to the whole story along with all the other shit. So, like most things, we have to remove things so that people don't 
go see it because now if, if I tell you this and then you go look it up and say it's not there, these guys are lying. No, it's true. Yeah, they just I just took played it down. a clip from it in the fucking video we just watched, so yeah. it exists. But just like you can't find the R. Kelly video where he's pissing on the thirteen-year-old, because mm-hmm. they had to remove all this. I mean, obviously, for one, it's pedophilia, but two, it doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit right. this narrative that well, white, bad white cop. No, it's not. It's, it's all cops. All cops are bad now because of this. Yeah. Um. So, in in one death of George Floyd. We've had how many deaths due to the riots and looting and all this shit? How many people have died? A lot. And and it's not just white people. Black people and Asians mm-hmm. and Mexicans. And a lot of people of all different race, ethnicities and all this shit that have died. And And why? Like, I want people to leave this podcast episode realizing that they're Black Lives Matter protest is not that. It, it, it's been taken over yeah. by Antifa, which is what we started out the episode covering. Yeah. You have to understand your shit has been taken over. Yeah, we didn't even get to the video of the guy, the white guy paying the black guys to fucking riot and shit and break shit and steal stuff. And did, you, did I send that to you? I, that? I saw it. And I, you sent it to me or I sent it to you. Well, so we sent it to each other. I know that. Yeah, you, and um, I, you and I have shared 4,000 videos in let's the last see. 45 minutes. It was in between Twitter and Instagram, Yeah, I think. Um, maybe that's the next thing we'll do. Here I think it was on Instagram. I think so, too. Let me pull. You want to do a different episode? Um, you continue? Do a second part? Yeah, maybe that's what we'll do. We'll do part two where we'll cover all these other videos, getting into the whole riots, looting, and all the oddities with all of that shit mm-hmm. and the agitators, professional agitators funded by George Soros. So this will be like the setup, I guess, and then the mm-hmm. next episode will be the conclusion. Or at least the second part. Yeah. I wouldn't call it conclusion because this well, shit ain't yeah, over it's yet. not over yet, but uh, I mean, yeah. Okay, so we'll do that. We'll end this one here, and next week we'll do the that piece to yeah. the whole puzzle. All right. So, uh, till next week then. See you.
slipping on. This is America. Don't catch you slipping on. Don't catch you slipping on. Look what I'm whipping on. Look how I'm geeking on. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on get it. Watch me move. This is Sully. That's the tool. On my Kodak. Please subscribe to the D2R Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search D2R Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the D2R Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. America, I just checked my follow and listen. You motherfuckers owe me. Where can I buy a director's chair? Amazon. Where can I buy Welcome Back Cotter on DVD? Amazon. Where can I buy that Humping Animals adult coloring book with a dog fucking a chicken on the back? Amazon. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Buy an oven mitt. So there I am in my car, listening to shitty music. And I ask myself the tough questions. Why am I listening to the same song over and over again when I could be listening to the D2R Podcast Network? And is it true that he who smelt it dealt? And why the fuck did the chicken cross the road? And what the hell is on Joey's head? Hey, I wonder if Yoko Ono saw yesterday, today. I wonder if tomorrow was yesterday. Rockford reference. The D2R Podcast Network. Live for today. Or yesterday.